Hey girly, this is the Be You Thank You podcast, the podcast where I give you tools and concepts to help you shed any social conditioning that is no longer serving you. This way you can break free of bad generational cycles or unwanted patterns on your own terms and see firsthand how capable you are of utilizing your personal power to make the life you most want for yourself a reality. My name is Adozi. I'm a certified mindset coach, and I'm so happy to have you here with me today. So let's just start. Hey, girlies. So welcome back. Um, today, I want to share some news with you and talk a little bit about my emotional and mental experience over these past three months. So I am pregnant. I am a pregnant girly, first time mom, first time pregnancy, first time navigating all this craziness. And so Yeah, I wanted to just kind of share my experience with you guys up until this point, (laughs) share a little bit of the roller coaster I've been on, as well as the ways that I have been utilizing self-coaching, basically, and the ways that I have just been naturally getting through this without self-coaching due to my uh, years and years and years of self-coaching up until this point, or just coaching, (laughs) because sometimes other people have definitely helped me up until this point. And just um, give you all the juicy goodness that is being a pregnant lady. First things first, I am about 15 weeks. I think actually I'm exactly 15 weeks um, based off of my doctor's prediction, which I think is probably a more reliable one than my prediction. But little crazy sidebar, I had no idea that you count your pregnancy from the first day of your last period. You don't count it from your missed period. You count it from the time you actually had a period. So I was like, whoa. (laughs) So like by the time you miss your period, you're already considered about a month pregnant. So I don't know, maybe that's very common knowledge. I had no clue. And um, it also, let's just also say, um, abortion rights. (laughs) Sorry. But that's crazy, right? Because then you find out like some, some, well, before Roe v. Wade was overturned, but some states were like, oh, you can only have a pregnant or you can only have an abortion up to like nine weeks or 12 weeks or six weeks or whatever. And now I think it's like that or worse. But it's like, by the time you find out you're pregnant, you're almost about five weeks, six weeks pregnant. So it's some bullshit, mama, but we won't, we won't get into that. Okay. We won't get into that. What we will get into, though, is how I've been feeling. And I have been having so many um, just physical sensations of yuckiness. And I have PCOS. So I'm... How can I even talk about all of this. So because I have PCOS, I've struggled for a long time with my energy levels. I've struggled for a long time with figuring out the right type of diet or the right type of medication or the right type of exercise or the right type of blah, 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 blah to keep myself feeling like a full functioning adult who has energy and who wants to participate in life. (laughs) It's been a journey, right? Like sometimes I feel really, really good and sometimes I feel like shit. And what sucks about when you have like a condition like this or it's called a syndrome, 
so much of it relies on how well you're taking care of yourself for how well you feel, right? Or how good you feel, like physically, even mentally. So it's kind of like, um, I don't want to say a self-fulfilling prophecy, that's the wrong one, but it's like a cycle, right? If you drop off on, you know, your diet, when I say diet, I just mean like what you're eating, not um, actually being on a diet, because like, fuck that shit. But if you like drop off on, you know, how well you're eating or how often you are getting sunlight or walking or, you know what I mean? Like then you feel that physically, mentally, and then it's a cycle because, you know, if you're not feeling great physically and mentally, then you also like don't want to take care of yourself and then you just spiral and you get worse. Okay. And so I've been back and forth of like feeling really good, feeling like shit, being down in my weight, being up in my weight. You know, it's just been, um, a lot of ups and downs over the years. And, you know, I'll always come back to thought work and coaching has helped me so immensely in terms of like being okay with that, being okay with the fact that sometimes I am just a sleepy girly and it doesn't mean I need to go lose 10 pounds or completely change up my diet or go for a fucking run. Sometimes it just means I'm a sleepy girly, (laughs) the end, right? And that's hard. That's hard to, um, really come to terms with and really, you know, what I'll just say is like, love yourself when you think your worth is dependent on your level of productivity, when you think your worth is dependent on your output and what you can contribute to the world or your job or your family, right? And so I've kind of already had the experience of doing a lot of thought work around, you know, loving myself even when I'm not at my best, loving myself when I'm not super energetic or funny or interesting. (laughs) Okay, I'm always funny and interesting, but you know what I mean, Um, right? So why do I bring this up? Because I think that plays a big role in a lot of women's experience with pregnancy, right? Like suddenly this fucking thing moves into your body and shit starts to change. And for me, I have become extremely tired I'm super nauseous and um, it was rough. <laughs> now I'm feeling better, but it was rough. I My first trimester was really rough. I felt like shit. I only had one day where I was actually puking, but all of the other days I, um, you know, was just dealing with a lot of nausea and two things that I'm very, very grateful for. One is the fact that the type of job and work that I do. Like I run my own business. So if your girl does not have the time or energy or I don't know, like the drive to create, she doesn't. She lays down real hard. Okay. I also have a husband. So that also means I have the privilege of leeching off of any type of money he has. Okay. (laughs) Also, I have family and I utilize them. (laughs) I will tell you, I ask for help. That's also something, I have so many things, right? I ask for help. So I ask for help from my husband. I ask for help from my family. I ask for help from the universe, right? I don't try to do things alone anymore. That used to be something I was so like hell bent on and proud of. And now I'm like, look at that girl, like you stupid girl. (laughs) Sorry, if that's you, I'm not saying that's you, but me, when I look at past me, how much I used to let myself struggle and suffer for the sake of doing things on my own, it's just never going to be me again. So I think I said I had two things I'm really grateful for. I have so many more things. 
So one chunk of that being that I'm willing to ask for help. I'm willing to admit when things are too much for me. And I, and I let myself chill. I give myself permission to chill. It does not mean I don't have days where I suddenly get really mad at myself and I'm like, why the fuck aren't I doing anything? I should be taking over the world and have a breakdown and cry. (laughs) But then what's nice is I always come back to center of, I just want to take care of you, girl. Let's just let this ride. You know what I mean? Which is a deep level of self-compassion, self-understanding, and just straight like self-love that I'm just so grateful that I worked on because I genuinely don't know what I would do if if I didn't have that. If I was pregnant and feeling like shit and feeling like I literally couldn't work and then also was like beating myself up over it. Like it just won't be me anymore. And if it's you girl, don't worry, okay? Don't worry. You'll you're listening you're here. You're listening to this, so you're already doing well, okay? And so, yeah, so I had about, I can say 12 weeks because technically that's how long my first trimester was, but it was probably at about the seven week mark that I just was like, I feel like absolute shit. I will not be doing a bunch of shit. And so really for me, what that looked like in real life was that I just completely like went went like silent around my marketing. I really just like marketing. I just stopped being able to be the front face of my brand. I still was in the back end. I was still serving my clients, still showing up for those calls, still providing as much, you know, value as I possibly could. But when it came to, you know, dancing on camera and doing reels and sending out email, like I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing all that. So that has been amazing that I've had the, I guess, privilege to do that. But also, let me be very honest when I say that, like, we are not rolling in the dough over here. So there's also the level of I had to do thought work and work around my money mindset and money scarcity and 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 getting less money and bringing in less money and and like letting myself have my fears and let go of my fears and have a smaller paycheck and be okay with that. Do you know what I mean? So like I don't know, I guess I just I just want to like really let you guys know like the depth of how much uh how much emotional management goes into making scary choices and that you know just having the security of like oh my husband has a job that I don't know about you but there's so many other fears there's so many other fears and so my husband having a job was not enough of a cushion for me because we are a dual income household Yeah. So I had to do a lot of thought work around money scarcity. I had to tap back into loving myself when I'm low energy, all of these things. But I say all of that to say what I went through most recently um, directly with my pregnancy and how how this was new for me. And I want to kind of share this new experience that um, I was kind of working through because the money stuff, is work I've done before. I'll always have to do that money work, that scarcity mindset work, the, you know, 
loving myself even when I'm unproductive work that's <laughs> that shit comes up a lot like those weren't new things for me they were things I was able to tap back into but they were let's say triggered by you know my new state of being which was triggered by my pregnancy and what's so interesting about this even is that I did a video kind of talking about how you know, I'm ready to have kids. It's not something that I knew I would ever experience. It's not something I I thought I would be a person who just had kids and like figured it out after the fact, which is still what I'm doing. But I genuinely thought I was going to be a person who wasn't ready for kids, just had kids and then was like, all right, I'm going to figure it out now. Um, And so I kind of did a whole video explaining how like, no, I actually feel ready for kids. I feel really secure. I feel just like in myself, right? I feel really secure in myself because even when I made that video, we were like staying in an Airbnb. Like there's nothing secure about our lifestyle, like, but whatever, don't worry about that. Um, And so it was like, you know, the first time in my life where I realized like, no, like I feel like... I don't know, I guess, open to my life changing in such a drastic way, right? And so then what I've been feeling now or basically this week that I did not realize was kind of underlying a lot of stress and anxiety. So recently I was kind of, you know, just like going through it because I just get random waves of emotional, random waves of emotion um, that sometimes are just hormonal and you just got to ride them out. But I was having like a lot of emotions, but then a lot of like symptoms, like feeling sick, feeling really headachy, feeling achy all over my body. And I know that those are obviously come, I know that that obviously comes with pregnancy, but there was something within me that was just kind of feeling like, God, I'm, I'm actually kind of realizing that I'm having a lot of anxiety. And it wasn't something that I noticed until I was basically like laying in my bed and like listening to my brain and my brain was on a sick one. Okay. I was just having so many racing thoughts and you know, that feeling when you want to do something, but you just feel as though you can't. Yes. Those are all thoughts. I'm very aware. These are thoughts, but I'm just trying to set the scene. Like you want to do something, you feel like you can't and it feels like this outside force keeping you from doing that thing, right? Or doing things in general. Overarching feeling of anxiety that says like, you can't get up, bitch. (laughs) Whatever it's saying, right? So I was having a ton of anxiety. And finally, I was like, I just feel like I need to look into this. Like, I just want to know if like women with PCOS are more prone to anxiety. Like, what is this, right? And so I'm like looking it up and I'm looking into it and I'm just kind of like in doing so I'm just reading different people's stories and I found this girl or not I found this girl I found this website on anxiety and there was this story about this woman who was having like wild wild anxiety um, around her pregnancy and basically her story was essentially that she'd had a miscarriage and so she was pregnant again after having had a miscarriage and she just kind of had this like fear that she was not going to have a baby, that she was going to miscarry again, that she wasn't going to make it to full term, right? And, you know, they were saying all these different things that she was doing because of this anxiety, like how it was manifesting, like she would call her husband every day and make sure that he was going to be okay. And she was just essentially like 
feeling like she was going to get hurt or her husband was going to get hurt or the baby was going to get hurt, like just that something was going to go wrong. And so she was doing all these things to try to mitigate that feeling. Um, but that feeling wouldn't go away, right? Like even if her doctor told her that everything was okay, she was still feeling this feeling, this, this feeling of fear, this feeling that something was definitely going to go wrong, this irrational fear, right? And You know, it was so interesting is because they said this one sentence and this one sentence really resonated with me and made me realize that I was having a lot of anxiety, suppressed anxiety that I was not letting myself see, (laughs) which was it was this sentence that she hopes she has a baby. She hopes that she has a baby. She thought that a baby's coming, not that they're expecting a baby, not that she's having a child, but that she hopes that she has a baby. And I realized in that moment that that is how I felt as well. I felt like I was hoping that I would have a baby, not that we were going to have a baby. And the difference of those two things are immense. They're huge. And, you know, I just didn't realize how much anxiety and fear I have and had. I mean, I worked through a lot of this, but I'm sure there's always a a rock you got to fucking turn over, right? (laughs) But what I can at least say right now is I feel so much calmer about the whole thing. But, you know, I, I had all this un resolved, unchecked, unidentified anxiety because I had this feeling that I was hoping that I was going to have a child, that something was going to go wrong, that it was most likely that I'm not going to have a baby, right? And, you know, for me, this is something that actually comes up quite a bit. I do tend to, when there's something that I really want or something that's I'm kind of waiting to happen, my brain tends to veer on the side of, oh, it's not going to happen. Like it's probably not going to happen, right? Like with my dogs, like when I really wanted to get our dogs back from Korea, I had this, you know, irrational fear that it's not going to happen. Even though we were doing all the paperwork, even though we were talking to the people who were fostering our dogs, even though we were getting the money together, even though we were literally like, even when they were on a plane and we were driving to Germany, I'm still like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And so that's something that my brain kind of like grabs onto and I have to work through that, right? And in something like my dogs not coming, um, obviously that can be mitigated or mediated like the second that I see my dogs and that we have them. And then that fear goes away. And I'm like, yay, everything worked out, right? Um, When it's more short-term things like, oh, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna get the pizza I want. I don't know, I'm just making this up. And then I get the pizza. I'm like, la, 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 everything's great. And something like this, (laughs) a fucking nine-month-long pregnancy where I'm gonna have a baby at the end, I would like to not suffer for that long. And there are obviously other situations in my life where I felt that way and I've thought worked my way into into not feeling that way, right? And so this was one that I was essentially hiding from myself though because it was such a big fear and a lot of times instead of allowing ourselves to feel the fear, we feel like it's safer or more comfortable to push it away, to push it to the side, to pretend that it's not happening. And you know, I did that a lot subconsciously 
right? I didn't know that I was constantly, you know, redirecting my thoughts until I opened myself up to the fact that maybe there is something here. Like maybe there, you know, anxiety comes from my thoughts. Anxiety, in my opinion, is just the resistance to a feeling. You get anxiety because you don't want to feel fear. So you feel anxious. Not that that's much better, right? You get anxiety because you don't want to feel sad. You don't want to feel guilty. You don't want to feel embarrassed. So you push away, push away, push away all those feelings. But guess what? Your body's still fucking doing shit, right? It's still feeling that energy is still there. So, but instead of being an energy you move through, it's an energy you hold on to. And to me, that's anxiety. It's like fucked up feeling. (laughs) And so one way I really realized like, yes, this is true for me is that, you know, one thing I did realize that I was thinking about a lot was I was thinking about like, God, I, I don't want to have to do this again because I was feeling like shit. And I kept thinking about like, God, like, oh, we have more than one kid. Like I'm going to have to feel (laughs) I'm going to have to go through this part of my pregnancy again, right? Like it's, this is not the only time I'm going to experience feeling this sick or feeling this nauseous or feeling this tired. Like this is going to happen again with my next pregnancy. And what was weird was I thought that was weird. I'm like, why am I worried about that? Like, girl, like get through this one and then like, let's circle back later and (laughs) worry about that next, next year, the year after that, six years from now, like, I don't know when I'm having another baby. Like, why do I care about that? Well, the reason that 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 thought was a conscious thought for me was because subconsciously I'm thinking that I'm going to miscarry. And if I miscarry, that means I'm going to have to do this again, that all of this that I've done up until this point, all of this, you know, all these shitty ways I felt was for nothing. And I'm going to have to go right back in and feel that way again. And who knows if if it's going to be worth it or for anything, right? Right? Brains are crazy. Brains be on a sick one, okay? I've been doing thought work for how long now? And my brain still goes there, especially when my hormones are running wild and especially when there's a lot of change going on. And I say all this, hopefully not to scare anyone, but to just show you that those are just thoughts, right? And when they are unconscious thoughts, that's when they're the most... I hate to use the word dangerous because like, I mean, they're still always just thoughts, but that's when they're the most like insidious. That's when they wreak the most havoc is when you aren't willing to look at them, right? And that's what was feeding my anxiety. And I would have conscious thoughts that I could push away like, oh, what if this doesn't work out? Don't worry about it. Oh, like, you know, I mean, I hope I have a healthy baby. Of course, you have a healthy baby. Like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> like, you know, like I always was pushing it out of my mind. Um, So, you know, I wasn't allowing myself to just sit with that fear because at the end of the day, if something did happen with my pregnancy, all it means is that I'm going to have a lot of thoughts and a lot of feelings And I'm going to have to be present with myself for those thoughts and feelings when they do happen. But I can handle that. I can handle sadness. I can handle sadness. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know, anger, right? Like, yes, it would be a very painful experience, but I could handle pain. 
And that's, that's the truth. That's the work. That's all that's ever happening is if I'm avoiding my fear, I'm just avoiding a feeling. And so when I let myself go there, when I let myself sit with the reality that a miscarriage is a possibility, like, no, obviously I don't want that to happen, but forcing myself to pretend like my fears are, are not real does not help me. It does not move me through. It does not make me feel strong or empowered. It does not reinforce that I am a whole human being who can handle life and that life is meant to be experienced, right? Pushing my fears away does not do that. And all it does is set me back, freak me out, make me smaller and smaller, and basically tell me that if that did happen to me, that I I would be ruined. I would be broken. And to be honest, that is most of our fears. That is my fear. That going through that would break me. Right? That having a miscarriage would be devastating. Yes, the loss of my child would be devastating. But what's more devastating and scary to me is that in that devastation that I would break and be unfixable. That's the deepest fear. But if you can allow yourself to understand that those fears are just a bunch of thoughts that cause a bunch of physical sensations in your body, then nothing can break me. Being broken is a not even a real fucking thing, first of all. Okay, it's not a it's not like what does that mean? No, like I can't like be broken in half like I'm not a doll. <laughs> right? But that is the true work of reminding yourself that you are strong, that you can handle big, scary things, and that you will be okay. And to remind myself that I'm allowed to lay on the ground for five years if that's also what I want to do, right? So all of that is the work. And all of that is what allows me to release my anxiety, to feel good even when I feel like shit, if that makes sense. And so that has been what I've been working through like this past week, right? I'd felt really sick and not so great my first trimester. I'm coming out of that. My energy is, I mean, my energy is still like halfway there, but at least the nausea is gone, dude. That nausea is gnarly. And this anxiety has been lifted because I've let myself go to my fear and I've sat with it and I've let myself experience it and feel fucking upset about it. All right, you girl cried a bunch, but now it's released, right? That energy that's been running around inside of me, that's been balled up inside of me is outside of me now, right? There's more room out than in. And so, you know, that's where I was at. And and for me, I realized that a lot of my you know, fear and that connection to that fear came from all of my PCOS stuff too, right? This whole idea about how difficult it is to conceive with PCOS and is there something that I could eat that's wrong or work out in the wrong way or lay around too much and that could cause my miscarriage. It would be my fault, right? Like there's just so much shit <laughs> that we get inundated with from outside messaging, even when we're trying to make the best decisions for ourselves. So all I can ever do is come back to myself, my reasons. Do I like the reasons that I'm doing what I'm doing? Do I feel good in my choices? 
regardless of what the quote unquote consequences are or what happens to me, it doesn't really matter as long as I feel good and proud of the choices I'm making right now, then you know what I mean? I can't control the world. (laughs) I can't control what happens or doesn't happen if I, you, you know what I'm saying? So let me not get too lost in the sauce. Okay. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to share that experience with you guys because whether you're pregnant or not, whatever you're going through, I just think it's so important that we're able to come back to the fact that it's all thoughts, it's all feelings. And if you can be present with yourself through all of it, then that's that's it. Like that's the answer. That's the key. That's all that's ever happening to us. And so moving through those emotions, being present with yourself when those things are happening and not pushing them away is what's going to get you out of whatever situation you're in mentally, emotionally faster. You have to be willing to sit with yourself. You have to be willing to be honest with yourself about what you're actually thinking, even if you think what you're thinking is stupid or dumb or crazy or irrational. Those thoughts are real. So give them their space because if not, they will find space within you. (laughs) Yeah, does that make sense? So yeah, not to be a downer about my pregnancy, let me like turn this ship around a little bit. I'm very excited to have a baby. (laughs) We have told ourselves that we don't care whether we have a boy or a girl. And now we're realizing that we both want a girl. But obviously, we'll be happy regardless. I don't think that needs to be said, but I shall say it. But um, yeah, we were like, oh my God, we want a girl. (laughs) We were both like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And then we were like, but really, like, what do you think? And we want a girl. So we'll see. I think I'll find out. Supposedly, my doctor said I could find out the next ultrasound we have, which would be around 18 weeks. But I don't know, unless he's going to stick a needle in me to find out. Um, It might be a little longer than that. But yeah, we're super excited. We are planning on having the baby here in Albania. I know, crazy shit, you guys. And um, yeah, we're just going with the flow in the meantime. And my husband has been so nice to me, has uh, done everything for me that I've ever needed him to do. And I still manage to have the human experience even when I'm getting everything that I want, right? Even when I get to lay around as much as I want, even when my husband gets me whatever I want, even when I'm eating exactly what I want, I still manage to, you know, have ups and downs and that's okay. I'm okay with it. And I'm honestly just really like proud of myself and excited to see where this all goes. So that's everything I have for you guys this episode. I wanted to ask you guys for a really, really big favor, and that would be is if you like this podcast, if you've gotten anything out of it ever, (laughs) and you want to support me, it would be amazing if you could leave a review wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. I think Apple, maybe, I don't know, wherever you listen to them. If you could leave a review, that would be so amazing. It would really help me out. And, um... Yeah, I would just really, really appreciate it. And I just want to hear from you guys. Like sometimes I swear I'm just speaking into the void. So I would love to um, 
hear from your little faces. And if you ever want to contact me or tell me anything about your story or get some help, you can email me at adozy at beuthankyou.com. That's B-E-U, thank you.com. Or you can message me on Instagram. I just love to connect with you guys and, um, you know, just share. (laughs) Okay. So thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye. Yeah.